150 Rick and Morty games about to be sold to the world, and we have some information on how that sale will take place. Let's start with that right now on Canada's Pinball Podcast. So here's here's what I'm being told is how they are going to handle selling Rick and Morty games. I'm just going to read this word for word, okay? This is coming from Spooky Pinball, apparently. I don't know. It's kind of paraphrased. So they cannot release the game for sale until Cartoon Network approves it, but it will most likely be next Monday. Okay, so set your calendar, kids. We are selling a Bloodsucker Edition, which will all be built first in the run before any standards. They also include custom powder coat and portal side rails. More details and pictures to come right before launch. The Bloodsucker Games will have a deposit required of $1,525, and you should tell your customers that they need to be a member of the Spooky Fan Club, which they can get on our website. We ask that you only sell uh, these amount at this time and that uh, they will be all Bloodsucker editions as very few spots for standards are available. All right. Well, there you have it, kids. Spooky Pinball is going to make the Bloodsucker Edition first, requiring a $1,525, which non-refundable deposit, which it will be. Okay, so get ready to lock in your money. Now, the debate rages on on Pinside about whether or not this game is going to sell out immediately. Will the Rick and Morty fan base show up? Does it translate over into the pinball buying community? We know that people are suckers for getting new in-box games and the fear of missing out. It is very strong in this hobby. Um, What do I think is going to happen? Do I think these games are going to sell out pretty quickly? I think the answer is yes. I'll tell you why. It's been a while. It's been a while since people have had a game, uh, have had a dream theme. Now, look, this is not everyone's dream theme. It's definitely a a theme in which some people are ecstatic about it. Some people are not. But I think the real reason, the real reason this game, I think, is going to sell out immediately is two words. Two words. Ready for them? Scott Denisi. All right? I think Scott Denisi's sophomoric title was going to be super successful because people love him and they love his games and they love what he did with TNA. And I think they're going to expect that this is going to be an evolution, if not a revolution of what Scott can bring to the pinball world. And I think people want to support him. And I think for that reason too, he's got a big fan base. So you combine the Scott Denisi fan base with the Rick and Morty fan base. And I think you sell 750 of these games. Okay. Now, now, Reality will set in for people that there is a long wait for many people who get this game. And I think the question does become, at what point does Spooky Pinball need to hire more people to get more games out the door quickly? Because I, I, I kind of feel like 750 is definitely pushing it. 18 months to get a game if you're at the back of that list. That's just too long when you think about it. It really is. Because we all know in that time period, the amount of games that will be revealed uh, are going to be significant. There are going to be other dream themes that are announced, and people's money will be locked in. Now, now, 
so the, then the question is like, well, you want to be at the front of that line. So you're going to want to get a bloodsuckers edition. But what happens if they get 500 bloodsucker orders, which they probably will, because those end up becoming sort of like your Ellie versions of the game. If they get 500 bloodsucker editions, it's still going to take a year to make all of them. You know, is, is that the point where like, well, I mean, Spooky Pinballs are just like, hey, American Pinball, how'd you like to build our, uh, you know, our Rick and Morty game for us and help us get them out the door quickly and then move on to the next game? But it's all, it's it's a good problem for Spooky to have. Uh, and it's a, it's a very good problem for them to have. And I think they're relishing this moment in which they have such a strong game with so much hype and excitement. And I can read in Charlie's posts, like he, he loves it. Like he loves that they're going to have a game uh, that a lot of people want, that there's going to be more demand than supply, okay? Now, the other thing is this. It's like, I was reading on Pinside, and you get these, like, weird people, and, and I'll just name names. Like, I, I saw Why Snow. He's back at it again, complaining about, he says, the Canada types who flip games for a profit. And I just want to, for the record, for the record, say that you can do whatever you want with what you buy. And, 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 and Wise Snow, we know him as Hilton, he tells this story of a local liquor store that was tired of people flipping the bourbon for more money and that the liquor store would require a lottery to, to buy a bottle of bourbon. But here's the kicker. Before you left the store, they made you open the bottle of bourbon and take a sip so that you wouldn't resell it. And I'm sorry, that's un-American. That's pathetic. That is so pathetic. You can do what you want with what you buy. That's it's called freedom. It's your money. It's your game. If someone wants to flip a spot of Rick and Morty, let them do it. Who cares? You know, the only people that complain about those things are are the losers on the sidelines because usually the people who buy them don't mind and the people who sell them are happy. So why are you upset witnessing simple capitalism, simple supply and demand economics, okay? Is it unfair, Hilton, that someone buys a house for $300,000 and a few few years later sells it for double? Shouldn't he just let the person have it for what they initially paid for it? I mean, come on. It's just the, the fundamentals of, uh, of supply and demand. And I just think it's lame when people get all upset. Now, so you can do what you want. And there's no way Spooky can stop people from flipping spots. There's no way. And they don't even care. If you're Chuck, if you're Chuck, you want to see you want to see your game, let's say, uh, be offered for 7500 bucks, And if you see people sell spots for $10,000, that's a great thing. That shows you uh, that you've got a hot item. You know, it doesn't, you know, look, and, and I'd rather them see that than do what Stern is doing, which is instead of letting people flip games that are in high demand, you know what Stern's done? They've increased the price. And so Stern is making money on the potential flip and not even giving any room to flip a damn game, right? There's no, there's no room for a $15,000 Elvira to go up. They baked in what they think is like the, the ultimate like high-end price of that game. There's no room for a $10,000 Elvira to go up in value. It's just never happening. It's, we're paying the flip price from Stern, right? Those are the real bloodsucker additions. Those are the real suckers are the people that are spending a fortune on Stern games that, that they've overpriced, all right? Now, I, part of me just wants to flip a game just to piss off Hilton because it's funny watching this guy like get so upset. Oh, my God. People should not be allowed to, to do what they want with something they bought. They, they should listen to me because I know better, you know? All right. Well, look, here's what I also think is going to be interesting in December is uh, you're going to get – I think Stern Pinball is waiting 
to announce Stranger Things. Part of me feels like they're just going to wait until the day Spooky reveals Rick and Morty, and then they're just going to drop Stranger Things on top of that release. I mean, are they doing that? Are they going to be strategic? And does it matter, right? Stranger Things to me is just like a tidal wave theme. It's like Rick and Morty is sort of like an island with fans on it, but uh, Stranger Things is, is like a humongous wall tidal wave of water that's just going to like crash over that Rick and Morty fan base. It's it's 10 times bigger. There's no way around it. 10 times bigger. But they're going to make 10 times more games. See, that's the thing. They're going to make 10 times more Stranger Things. Stranger Things, if it comes out, is a pin in which you know Stern's going to make 5,000 of them, 6,000 of them. If, if, if it's a great Brian Eddy game, you know, it's never going to be rare. It's never going to be hard to get. It's, you know, the Stern will probably make 800 LEs. They'll probably do all the shenanigans, a $10,000 topper that comes out five years from now. You know, it's going to fall into the Stern marketing model. Okay. Now, 750 Rick and Mortys, as I said in the last show, I think it's enough. It's still going to be available, though. I really do implore people to sort of relax a little bit if you think you're not going to be able to get one. You will be able to get one. I mean, Chuck is doing a great job, man, fanning the hype of this game. He's like, this thing, he said, this thing could sell out in two hours. It could sell out in two minutes. You know, and that's an amazing way to drive fear of missing out. And the distributors are the same way. It's like, oh, man, you got to get one now. 750, trust me, trust me. We live in a pin side and a pinball bubble. The rest of the world has no idea what's going on. They have no concept of any of these new pinball machines. They're, people are not waiting uh, with, with their wallets out to get every new pinball machine. I would say there's about like 300 guys who fan the fuel of like, you got to get it now. It's going to sell out. Nothing really sells out. It doesn't. It Distributors always keep a few and wait to see where the market lands. You get your people who buy them, who will flip them. You're going to get people, you're going to get people who go in on Rick and Morty and they have, let's say they have game number 373. Okay, someone's going to have that game. You're going to get a guy like that who buys the game and then he's going to see Ninja Turtles or he's going to see like Stranger Things or Guns N' Roses or Toy Story and that guy is going to be like, all right, you know what? I'd rather have that game today and I'll let my spot go. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. And it's not a bad thing. It's just the nature of it. It's just the way it goes. Um... You know, we saw that with Alice Cooper. A lot of people, well, not a lot, but people who went in on Alice Cooper, we saw a bunch of them want to get off the line like midway through. And people ended up losing about like 500 bucks. Most spots, uh, people were losing about $500 when they were transferring the spot to someone else. Uh, Will Rick and Morty see the same thing? I don't think so. I think the Rick and Morty fan base is just a little bit stronger than the Alice Cooper fan base. All of this, all of this on some level is a little bit hysterical and funny, right? Because we haven't seen a game. I love it. I'm waiting for the day when someone actually sells us a pinball machine that doesn't even exist. Uh, It's it's called Raza and Magic Girl. No, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like someone, it would be a great social experiment for a company to come out and be like, we're making the Matrix pinball. Pre-order it today. $1,000, non-refundable. How many actual deposits they could get without showing you a damn thing. I think they'd probably get a few hundred knowing this community, but um, it's an exciting time. I mean, I, I, I can't wait to see these games. Uh, you know, other than that, there's really not too much going on other than the wait for these big titles. Now, I did sell my big Lebowski pinball machine. The auction ended. The game has been sold. The amount of money that will be going to uh, Project Pinball has been determined. Uh, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The guy who bought it, awesome dude, awesome dude. Uh, 
and he got it for a good price. I'll say this. For those of you out there who didn't who, who didn't jump into this auction, the game sold for $16,000, okay? Now, it's new in box, never open. This is this is the most affordable secondhand sale of a Big Lebowski ever. I, I'll say this. I'm a little bit disappointed it didn't go for more considering the good cause we were doing this for. I mean, people were buying Lebowski's for $18,000, $20,000 earlier on, and now we're doing this for Project Pinball. It kind of sucks that we didn't get this game up on pin side. Uh, I still think Robin was lame for not allowing us to sort of, you know, get money for the kids, but what, you know, whatever, it's over. I'm happy that we got this amount. I'm really happy. We are, I'll just say this, we are going to be able to put more than probably one machine with the amount of uh, energy going into this fundraiser with Special When Lit and Project Pinball. Lots of people are, are, I think are going to contribute and this is half the price of a game pretty much that we're donating. So really, really exciting time to sell that game, get it into the hands of a new owner and to do something good with the money. So for those of you who say Canada doesn't have a heart, come on, I got a huge heart. I got a huge heart. Now let's go flip some Rick and Morty's and piss off Hilton, okay? Let's go do the American thing. Um, all right, so what else is going on? Now, I said I'm not going to reveal, uh, not yet, the American Pinball new theme that is coming out. People know about it, though. I've been talking to some distributors. People know about it. Uh, but we'll we'll let them have their moment in the spotlight, or we'll reveal it closer to launch. I've been reading in the Deep Root thread. I've been reading people being like, oh, Robert, like Robert doesn't seem enthusiastic, or Robert seems to have lost his path. Come on, people, people. Robert doesn't read Pinside. Nobody at Deep Root is really following that thread. The thread is a dumpster fire. It's amazing how many posts are in the Deep Root thread, and, and, and there's been hardly any real significant news other than the Raza prototype. But the question does, the, the, the debate rages on, and it is hard not to look at the excitement around Rick and Morty and the excitement around Raza and how drastically different the responses have been so far. And it's got to be eye-opening. I mean, we talk about the power of the theme on this show a lot, and I saw someone on Pinside put up a thread being like, theme doesn't really matter that much if the game is good. No, you're an idiot. If you think that theme doesn't matter in pinball, you're just an idiot. I mean, I, mean, I don't mean to be rude or insult your intelligence, but it does matter. To say theme doesn't matter. Theme doesn't matter in movies. I just like movies. Theme doesn't matter in cars. I just like cars. Theme doesn't. Theme is everything. Okay, it's everything. I mean, Stern has made an empire on theme and artwork alone. Alone, like without those themes, you don't get the sales. With theme, theme pulls you into a game. It does. When you see the theme, it pulls you in. What doesn't pull you in? is something like dialed in. You know, I mean, who walked up to d d dialed in? Like, what? wow, dialed in. I can't wait to play. No, no. You're going to get pulled in to Ninja Turtles. You're going to get pulled in to Rick and Morty. You're going to get pulled into Stranger Things, okay? Now, here's what I just don't get. And then, I, you know, I got to go to work. I just wanted to bring up this point. And, and I saw Iceman said this. And I love Iceman. Ice, I love that, like, we're friends behind the scenes. And on pin side, there's always a little Canada jab. It's amazing. But he's a smart man. He likes his alcohol, so do I. Here's the thing that I just will, I just don't understand. Why is every game the same price? Why? Why is every game the same price? Why can't manufacturers charge us more for better themes, but charge us more if they put all the assets we want from that theme into the game? Who out there 
would not have spent another $500 to $1,000 per Willy Wonka if you could get all the assets the way you wanted them. Who wouldn't have spent more? Who wouldn't have spent more to get Jurassic Park with the movie clips from Jurassic Park 1? Would I, People would. I don't understand it. When, you know, when I heard like, you know, Johnny Depp would have been an extra $500 a machine or quarter million dollars per movie. So what? So what? Charge more and put everything in it and you'll sell more. I, I just think it's, it's, it's so stupid to me that every pin is the same price, regardless of assets, regardless of theme, they're all the same price. It's, it's, it's cause here's why to me, a pinball machine is more, it's not like a movie or a video game, right? Movie tickets are all the same price, right? doesn't matter if it's Avengers or if it's like an indie film, all the same price. Same thing with like most video games. But to me, that's not like what a pinball machine is. To me, a pinball machine is like a watch. The more you put in it, the more intricate, the more the, the, the cost of the materials, the delicate nature of the watch, the different functions in it, the more expensive it becomes. And then obviously the rarer it is, the more expensive it becomes. To me, that's a pinball machine. So why would you make Star Wars pinball machine and why would you have cheap stuff in it? You have all the assets in terms of like the movie clips and the actor callouts from the films. You have all that. You have the theme song and then you put a TIE fighter on a spring and you put crappy mechanisms in the game and you go cheap on the mechs because you maybe paid more. But why not just charge more? I'd rather have I'd rather have a Star Wars pinball machine that is loaded like like a Bally Williams era game from from Stern Pinball with modern screen and music and sound and all the mechs. I'd rather have an epic Star Wars game cost $10,000 versus the one we got. This like stripped down, right? Doesn't make sense to me. Does not make sense to me. Um, the market's there for it. The market would absorb it. Maybe make the pro all stripped down, but then make the premium or elite ones like really loaded. So I hope we see that. I mean, I really hope that Big Lebowski is not the last game we see that actually does it right. I re it's it's crazy to me. They they did it. Whenever people tell me like it can't be done, I'm like, but they freaking did it. Why can Dutch pinball do everything that we want in a game, but Stern can't? Jersey Jack hasn't really been able to do it. I mean, why is it so hard? All the assets we want, the mechanical elements of the film on the play field, and just that world under glass. Well, is it is it that hard to achieve? Okay, let's get there in 2020. Can we, people? Going to be really interesting. I think that's going to be the last hurdle in this hobby. Well, two things for me. I think everyone's looking to see what kind of assets Stern puts into their games moving forward. And I think what kind of mechanical engineering improvements are we going to see? And then, of course, of course, the big thing that's going to change everything is going to be the Internet with pinball. It's coming. Internet connectivity is going to change this hobby. It's going to change the way the games play. I think games are still being made as if it's 1996. It's 2020, people. It's 2020 in a few weeks. Let's wake up a little bit. You want to innovate. Bring this damn toy into the 21st century a little bit. Modernize it a little bit. All these things that are happening are still not present in a pinball machine. All right? What else is going on? Anything else going on in pinball? No. No. I got to get to work. Everyone, enjoy this episode. I think it's like 427 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. Uh, Twippy voting is not open yet. It always feels like there's such a wait, a wait to get to the Twippies. But I really hope you guys vote for Canada's Pinball Podcast this year. Um, we're at episode 427. I mean, you could be stuck on an island. And listen to this show for almost a year and a half now. It's pretty incredible. Everyone, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.
todo lo 